Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Brandon, I don't know if you caught last week's epi- episode. Nope, I don't watch the ones I'm not on. <laughs> Keith <laughs> used to not not out of anything anything but principle you hear me look at these eyes all right i'm gonna look right in the camera i know i told you you could record with somebody else but how fucking dare you <laughs> you hussy i asked God your permission dare. yeah oh i asked your permission yeah. but also headphones fell out and i don't even care right now go ahead say some shit say some shit i'm not gonna hear again <laughs> again but also he is the boss <laughs> you're not wrong and i understand that i am really just inadvertently picking a fight but also that assumes the boss listens and i'm not sure he does either oh he he does he listens (laughs) yeah he listens to all of our cast like i was super i i've been very surprised every time i've seen keith in in the real world he always tells me like if if you ever want me to come on just let me know and i'm like motherfucker you have two other podcasts like he has the Hard Knock Live podcast. He has his toy podcast. He has special interviews with other people. Like, yeah, but he wants to come some, on our show. <laughs> some of those, though, he does it by himself, doesn't he? He does the toy show by himself. Hard Knock. Well, he interviews people. Hard Knock Life. Right. He has two other hosts. Um, so what? What we're saying? What he's telling you is, we might be a little more fun than some of the other people he's <laughs> talking to. Is that what I'm here? Is that what I'm here? Is that what I'm hearing? He, I, 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 I don't know. He might, he might want to appreciate. He might appreciate like our laid back nature. I guess I don't know. I, I mean, probably. <laughs> I literally like before we got on was looking up the lyrics um, to Eric Clapton's "Cocaine" oh, because God. all, oh, all I, I hear in my head was basically the uh <laughs> like the the whole thing of please don't die please don't die please don't die vaccine right yeah god fucking ugh. oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well anyway i he's he's gunning for your job and i'm not sure why because it's his it's his, his you're name. not sure why you're not sure why <laughs> On the Hard Knock Media Podcasting <laughs> Network, you're not sure why he's gunning for my job? Yeah, because it's it's really, I mean, <laughs> really, <laughs> really, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, I I will say we. I, talk- I mean, I'm not saying it. he can't just fucking fire me like yeah. that's. And I wouldn't even like I I'd be a little mad at first, and I'd be like, no, nah, I mean that fucking makes sense. Like I'm on borrowed time, and I know it. Like I'm not confused about that. Well, I, I did make sure we would. We talked about a topic that you might not give a shit about. Like we it talked would, it, about. I saw, I saw the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah right. A, a thing I know little to nothing about other than the Music Man and just shouting Gary Indiana over and over oh, well, again. The world's fucking wagon is uh, coming to the city. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. There are things I... And in the version that I think I remember hearing was like a oh, like middle see. school production. Oh, so it was no. more of like, oh, all you God. heard was... Gary Indiana, Gary Indiana, Gary Indiana. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. You know, if if 
if Broadway isn't going to put their pro shots on a streaming service, I want to start a streaming service of nothing but middle school productions. Oh, I would watch the God. shit out of that. It see, would be amazing. See, the problem amazing. is, though, I would need to hire a group of people to travel around and just record ones and then just ask for consent afterward. Yeah, because I'd be worried you'd get a bunch of like early onset YouTube douchebags trying to make a show of fucking everything. Oh, man. No, I like you film it like you do a pro shot. You mic it like you do a pro shot and nope. then you make a streaming service. Out nope. Of it. <laughs> nope. You film it like a dad with a fucking handy cam in 1998. <laughs> Big shoulder mount shit. Like I want to, <laughs> all I want to see is those kids staring back at a, this much of their dad just the whole time. Just and then ever so often you just get a big thumbs up in the in like the, the corner of the shot or, or nothing but vertical video. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> vertical Fuck video. it. You know what I want? I want it shot on an iPhone sitting behind someone shooting it on an iPad, yes. holding it up yes. fucking fucking vertically. So this way we get the absolute real middle school production experience. Oh, Brandon. Behind that asshole. Brandon, I would pay my $5 per month to watch that shit. <laughs> per month. Per month. I don't care if it's like there's only five on the stream service. I would watch all five every day. Yeah. All day. Yeah. It would be beautiful. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, now I need this. We're done. The show is over. <laughs> like we're done. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So I made sure we talked about something you didn't really give a shit about, but now, <laughs> now we might give a shit about it. Cause like, see, nothing, see. <laughs> nothing beats oh, middle school productions. You, you needed me. I showed up for like four. What are we like four minutes in or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And I've already been like, <laughs> okay, look, musicals are fine. But here's my premise, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm already pressing to get my job back. Like, I get the idea. I had a performance review. I wasn't there for it, which didn't help anything. And it did not go well. So I'm really like, I just, I'm, I am a flexing out. I am Ken Griffey Jr. in the box. Just fucking just getting loosey-goosey with the swing. Loosey-goosey with the swing. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to stop it now and then we'll... it, hit the bumper. And we back, Brandon. It's been a it's been a while. Do you remember how to bring us in? <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> oh. For for the for the listening audience, he disappeared. In the beginning. There was nothing but a series of tubes brought to us by the one who warned us of the climate's change, Al Gore. Ooh. And with that gift, years on, we received the blessing of the recorded voice. 
first started on radio, passed around by cassettes, by friends and weird radio nerds alike. They tape traded for decades. Names like the Grease Man, the Wolf Man, Don and Mike, Howard Stern, and other fucking white people. (laughs) Hubble do gaga. And with that became the premise that was the podcast. I'm unclear because I haven't done the research who actually started the podcast, but near as I can tell, it was an early onset white guy with a beard who definitely had a failing comedy career who was trying to get listeners and get his point across, whether it was political, whether it was social, whether it was just talking about Star Trek with his friends, the podcast began and a foothold took upon the internet and people who walked themselves to and fro from work, to and fro from public transport, in the car, in their ears, walking the dog, having a little chuckle to themselves, learning about some sort of scary, scary person committing a murder on a true crime podcast, talking about dungeons and or dragons, possibly both, and waxing nostalgic about things in their past. But what they didn't have, Jamie, were you and I. It's true. Talking about whatever the fuck we wanted, because we used to have a concept for this show. (laughs) And then we opened a window and we pushed that fucker out. And we call this audio gift brought to you by the gods that I do not believe in the fucking do it cast part of the hard knock media podcasting network like a lightning bolt from the god Zeus himself he throws down the audio thunder upon you and I and we bring everyone dumb shit like us <laughs> talking about tacos and other food related things and find out how many ways we can bring up the fast and or the furious and possibly both but we <laughs> couldn't do any of that we couldn't bring it to the to the waves of the internet we couldn't stuff it in one of those little banker tubes and shove it in the series of tubes and have it bounce and pinball its way through the internet and come into your ear holes right there these those ones right there and bring you the dulcet tones not of me but of our favorite son jamie (laughs) motherfucking noguchi Because that's why we're really here. (laughs) That's why we're really part of the Hard Knock Media podcasting network. And we say Hard Knock Media as an N-O-C, as in no one else matters except Jamie motherfucking Noguchi. Because that's the fucking name that brings you here. What YouTube channel are we on? It ain't mine. It's fucking Jamie's. Whose concept is this? It's fucking Jamie's. Fucking do it. It ain't mine. I can repeat it all I want, but make no mistake. I am a hanger on. I am a second coming. I am very much just the guy desperately clinging to Jamie's coattail saying, please, please take pity upon me. I I promise I'll give you the yuck yucks from time to time. And worst case, I'll carry you to and fro (laughs) to and fro. (laughs) Can I remember how to do an intro? No, Jamie. I can only 
feel how to do an intro. Yes. Fucking cockles, my dude. Deep down. Deep down. Oh, my God. Knock it over. Picture frames. (laughs) Uh, I'm perspiring, Jamie. Brandon. Brandon. And it's not because I'm fat. I mean, it might be because I'm fat, (laughs) but I'm going to say it's not because I'm fat. Yeah. They... They they lost something when we a certain show lost something when we decided to do something. Uh, you else. mean you mean an audience or a live venue? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like no one can bring on people like you can. That that was fucking amazing. Like one more time with feeling. That's that's the idea. Yeah. But you know yeah. it's. Some of us have a gift, Jamie, and it's not making other people uncomfortable. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of local radio, did you hear that? I think Don Geronimo is coming back to the area, like the the oldie station. That's that's what I've heard. What what was it? 100.7? 100. something. Yeah. One of of the hundreds. 104.3 or whatever it is. I I never know which one is actually doing it. But yeah, I I heard it because I still follow... um, Mike O'Mara. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On social media and stuff like that. Like, I listen occasionally. The holiday ones, when they get near the holidays, they get great. Yeah. They stopped doing the Elvis show anymore. And the Elvis show used to be my favorite thing. That was a great show. But when they do the holiday ones, and you get like maybe 10 days out of Christmas, they'll do these great bits where they'll they'll do bullshit, non-existent recipes using craft baby marshmallows. <laughs> and they're fucking great. And like they put the bumper bed on it and everything else like that. And it's like Uncle Mike's delicious holiday breakfast squares. Start with a dozen eggs out in the sun and let them bake. When they <laughs> smell, you know they're ready. And like you continue to go through everything and just pile on this awful list of things. And then you tell them like, now set the oven for 425. And after 35 minutes and a rapid, rapid listening (laughs) of Jungle Love on four times speed, you then top with, and then everyone at the same time goes, Kraft baby marshmallows. Marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) And it's fucking great. Oh, that's awesome. They also tend to get really drunk near the holidays too. Yeah. And they'll like in the years past, they would do stuff in Northern Virginia, like one of their buddies bars. Yeah. And it really did feel like a bunch of radio people and a bunch of friends hanging out and having a party. And it was kind of nice that way. And like when I had reached out previously, cause like they have a paid service that I had used a couple years ago when I was like really listening to them hardcore <laughs> And reached out to Oscar just like randomly, just like, hey, hey, man, really appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, Having a really good time listening to everything. And like, dude went out of his way to go back and forth with me easily for like a 10 back and forth exchange on like where I'm out of, what I'm into, what's going on, told him about our fight. Like he was a genuinely good dude who really had nothing more than like. Admittedly, what I was really looking for was either him to just give me like the thumbs up emoji to my message or just be like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And really went out of his way. And it's like, I can't tell if they don't think they're that big or they just genuinely want to show appreciation for people who are paying them to do the thing that they really want to do. But like it felt very right. And I can give a lot of love to that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh in turn, I, I saw Mike post up about that. And it was a lot of like, 
you know, mm. I, to my understanding, well, no, it was more of a, like, to my understanding, their falling out was bad. Oh. And yeah. And like, I am very much paraphrasing and haven't done research in forever, but like buzz, I think their news guy ended up leaving with Don and it was a little ugly about everything that happened. And there was a bit of animosity for a while. And like Mike immediately, like when he found out about it, he was like, Hey, wanted to wish congratulations to my former radio partner. We wish you the best of luck. Looking forward to seeing you at local venues, blah, blah, blah. And was like, really fucking humble and chill about it. And everybody who I could tell was a radio nerd was like, fucking good on you, Mike way to bury the hatchet. That's yeah. definitely not awkward at all. And like, yeah. it was progressively these dickheads just needling Mike be like, Hey, way to be the bigger man, Mike. I mean, especially tagging him in it. That is a class act to make sure he sees that you definitely approve of him getting a terrestrial radio gig. Good for you. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's rough. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I knew that, um, I knew that they split and I knew that they did their own thing. And I knew that buzz buzz has his own show now. Like, um, yeah, I, I tried listening to that like twice and yeah. was like, this guy's dry as fuck. I have no interest. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It was, it was like, I grew up with the three of them. That was right. like a big deal. Like, NBC right. And I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> it's, it's sad when your parents break. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. Cause like morning radio is such a fickle thing. And like, having a loose connection to like the guys on 98 rock, uh, after the ones that were racist as fuck to you. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the guy, Justin Schlegel, who used to be part of doing that pie, the wrestling podcast that, uh, the Marty does the rough house, mm. um, which by the way, if you're a wrestling fan and you're not listening to it, it's a rough house podcast. I don't know where they're hosted, but if you type in rough house podcast, they should pop up. Um, so if you're into our fight, you definitely should listen to that. It's Marty and his buddy Christoph doing that. But Justin, who used to be, or he, who is still part of the 98 Rock Morning Show, used to be part of that podcast, um, was a lot of fun in that. But I get the idea of him being like, yep, radio is a whole thing. And I, to my understanding, like, that's loosely why he's not allowed to do the podcast anymore, because people in radio get butthurt about shit. And like, mm. yeah, so... Yeah. But yeah, it's a whole thing. Like that, that sounds like a business. That's like, Oh, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. That sounds like, like a whole bunch of like carny shit going on. Yeah, like I know. And it really, stabbing it, and feeling. It and, really does break my heart. Cause like there was a very strong desire when I was like 11 to get into radio. Uh, like I wanted to do that bad because <laughs> I thought I'd be really good at it. Yeah. Well, you're here, you're podcasting. It's like right. radio. <laughs> it's just, it's just like radio. It's just Jamie. like I, radio. I sit on, and I do a show with you for about an hour instead of four hours a day. And I get up at four 30 in the morning and I sit in front of a computer screen instead. <laughs> and I don't actually be, get to be entertaining or do any meet and greets or anything else like that. So it's exactly it's the exactly same like thing. Radio. It's exactly <laughs> the same thing. I don't get, honestly, you know what? In that sense, it is a lot like radio. I yeah. don't actually get to put my two cents forward. And, uh, <laughs> I, I have to mind my P's and Q's because things I say here might actually get me fired. So I do actually have to, as silly as it sounds, make sure I don't say anything, which by the way, that's the scariest part, Jamie. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. Yep. Hooray. Yep. 
boy. Um, Brandon, I know, oh. I know you had an idea for a, a topic. Did you want to go did over I? what, like the 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 Clapton stuff? Um, but did you did you want to talk about what you're geeking on? Because uh, you just came back from vacation. I did just come back from vacation. Um, but honestly, what I'm geeking on is uh, we we haven't really made it a real public thing or anything else like that. But uh, I get married on Sunday. Yeah, just doing a little small opening thing. So, uh, nice. yeah, yeah. So nice. keeping it, keeping it small, keeping it simple, like doing a whole other thing with friends and what have you later on. But it's uh, we, we wanted to kind of get the thing out of the way and be done with it. And uh, Nicole, I think, was like, I really want it to be October because my brand is spooky bitch. Ooh. And that's what I need in my life. So. So I was like, a, cool, pick a date. Are you doing a courthouse thing to get the like paperwork done and stuff? Uh, we have already had her go get the courthouse thing. We have the license upstairs. So oh, shit. A, a one uh, Charm City Shinobi shall be uh, just signing the paperwork, putting his little rubber stamp on everything and uh, giving me burr, just burr, burr, a... Burr. Yeah, he's, he's going to celebrate uh, the way he knows how, which is he's going to do a springboard backflip off of my shoulders. And he's going to stomp on a wine glass when he lands. So ah, ah, it's not ah. going to be a traditional Jewish ceremony, but it's going to be pretty close. That's why he's not climbing with us on Sunday, bastard. That is why he's not climbing <laughs> with you on Sunday. Yeah, actually, that is 100% the reason. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. You got the starter one out of the way. That's fine. <laughs> I got my starter one out of the way. That's fine. <laughs> Some people don't need a starter, but like you and I needed to try it out before, you know, you get a different yeah. car. Well, I, I think it's more of a, we need to understand. Um, let's see how bad I'm going to tip. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, you gotta, yeah. you gotta try a Squire before you go in for the custom fender. No, 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 no. I, I it's, uh, <clears throat> we all get into situations where we accept where we are and then we make commitments maybe we shouldn't. And then we end up playing the most dangerous game of chicken and <laughs> no one jerks the wheel. <laughs> and then we get accepting and then some sort of catalyst happens. Sometimes it's our decision. Sometimes it's not our decision. <laughs> and then we figure out what we really want because I'm never doing that bullshit again. <laughs> Hooray. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So just uh, the only thing I can say with confidence, Jamie, with, and I think I've gotten into this before, but I say this to all of the people who have friends who are in serious relationships. If you have concerns about your friend, be brutally honest about them. Like you can get your friend kind of half drunk and start that, but be honest. Now caveat, I did this way early on when I was like 21 and a buddy of mine was getting married. I was like, Hey man, uh, he wanted me to be his best man. And I turned him down and I said, you shouldn't be marrying this person. It's going to be a mistake. 
and they were together for like eight months or a year or something like that. And then I believe she cheated on him and then stepped out and she's now in her third marriage. Ooh. Which, okay, fine. But excuse me. He just recently got remarried, but it took him, I don't know, 10 or 12 years to get there. Um, so to, to finally find someone who he wants to be with, yeah. who was willing to tolerate him for who he was and everything else like that. So I, I think that's the thing. Cause like in, I think in my case, um, there was expectations that like things would change and I'm like, I, people don't change. I, people, people yeah. do not change. Uh, yeah. By the way, to be fair and to be clear that, that friend of mine who wanted me to be his best man didn't speak me to for easily eight of those years. <laughs> like wanted nothing to do with me. I was persona non grata and I respected him for it. Yeah. You have to be willing to care for your friend enough to have them tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. So if you've got a friend and you're worried about them, a marriage is not permanent. Kids are very permanent. Kids are permanent. Yeah. And I am at the point now where I'm ready to have kids and my soon to be spouse is also very ready to have kids. We had to be smart about this one because even if I decide, like, I'm really not happy, I still will have a child at some point in theory. Yeah. That I can't just be like, I mean, I can if I want to be a fucking monster, but I can't just be like, eh, I'm good. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> this might turn into a different kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can Congratulations. Uh, welcome to a future in back hair. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. To be fair, I did not know the previous administration well enough to say whether or not it was a up or down kind of thing. I, I, so I, stand, like, <laughs> I, I stand by my statement of and I will exclude you <laughs> and say not everybody had that reaction, but Pretty much everybody, when I said, hey, we're done, they went, oh, okay. No one was like, but why? What? Why? Right. Yeah. No one was like, oh, my goodness. How did this come out of absolutely nowhere to become a very shocking and sudden incident? Yeah. (laughs) No one clutched their pearls. Um, (laughs) It was a (laughs) and. I think that is the most telling of things <laughs> is, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, like you and I had some very, uh, I think concerning conversations when we were in Chicago about a year beforehand. Yeah. That I think kind of gave you the idea of like, Oh, Oh, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. I, you, you said you, you revealed, you revealed secrets and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you knew, uh, it was not long for this world. Yeah. Twas not a surprise. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, man, like be smart about what you're doing. And I don't know if I'm being smart or not. I know I'm happy and I'm with somebody who supports me and with somebody who's really motivated and wants to do things. And I feel like we've both grown a lot as people and we're both working on things and we deal with things together, but we'll both have the same goals. Yeah. There was not a conversation about, yes, I'd really like to have kids. And then we get into there and we like, I think I'd really like to just sit on the couch and be like, Oh, okay, cool. All right. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> I, I think good talk cool. I think also you're not having like a giant wedding and well, yeah, what, 
Those cost a lot of money. And I hate to say this because like I have a I have a good friend who's a wedding photographer and they do amazing work. But like if 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 you you don't have to, you don't have to. (laughs) Like yeah, save the money. (laughs) There was a conversation that that uh both my fiance and I had where I threw the idea out there of like, hey, not for nothing, but uh I have some concerns about logistics just day of. And she was like, those are fair. That makes sense. Cause like we were talking about doing a lot of things at the house. And I was like, look, drainage could be bad if it rains. Like we're going to have to figure out plan B. Like we, we've got a lot of shit to pay for. And like two days later, she was like, Hey, I was like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> she was like, so what if we just 86, the whole thing and focused on kids. And I was like, wait, so you mean we don't <laughs> spend a whole bunch of money on one day and we invest in a future family. She's like, yes. And I was like, that sounds like an incredibly responsible thing. There's no way our loved ones and or outside friends would have any issue with that. Hell no. We're so wrong. Anyway. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I, oh, we're not going to get into that. On that, the podcast. that could be another fight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell, uh, t- you, tell them, tell them this. If y'all yeah. want to party, y'all have a party. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, if you want to get dressed up and you want to get a venue and you want to get the catering, you can do that. You should do that. We're going to do our thing. You should do that. You <laughs> should nothing, do yeah. that. There's nothing stopping you. If you want to have like the big to do, you can have a celebration in honor of the married couple. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You can get, you know what? Fuck it. I'll pay for the fat heads. We can do custom cardboard cutouts. I'll, I'll do a couple <laughs> of them. Like you can have one me like fully dressed up and I'll hold my arm out like this. We can do ones where, like, I'm yeah. in a set of overalls with a cowboy hat. We can do a little hoedown theme or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Like, we can do a couple different ones, and y'all can just show up and get photos with us, even though we're not there. And honestly, you know what the best part about that is? No one's going to complain about anything I said th- that time, yeah. which will be the first time there's been an event that I've been at, and somebody hasn't been like, fucking Brandon, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I like a I like a good party, but you know, I mean, you've been through a, a wedding. I've been through a couple. Like, you know, that's not the important shit. That I, it's no, a fun it's, time. It could be a fun time. It could suck, but it could be a fun time. For, that's not like that's with, not the deal. Yeah, for me right now, the goal is the basically the conversation that I've had with you guys on Father's Day, which is I watch you and Dan and Phil and Mikey and a lot of our other friends, Prindeville um, with their kids. And I love spending time with all of your kids and realizing like, this is something I really want. And I hope I'm going to be good at it. And I hope that like I can do a pretty okay job. And (laughs) I hope that 90% of it is just showing up, giving a shit and making sure everybody's not actively getting fucked up. Like, I mean, (laughs) because it feels like a lot of the situation is like, Hey, I set this up. Everyone lives. Okay. Like just the the first year is like, are you eating? Are you shitting? Right. Don't worry yeah, about the sleep. No, are the, you eating and you're shitting? The first, the first year I'm not concerned about it. It's, it's the subsequent years, but like, yeah. especially I, I, I'm selfish in the sense of like, when I get to hang out with, with Dan's son and I show up 
and he's playing with other people and watching him actively bail on somebody and run to go say <laughs> hi to me it's a selfish fucking thing in me but it melts me because like <laughs> that's my little buddy and yeah. that's awesome fuck and all y'all uncle well, brandon's here <laughs> right like and while i would love to sit and have a beer and talk with everybody and everything like that at the same time there is a tiny human who is super fucking pumped like a drunk friend to see me and we need to go play with rockets and yes. t-ball and yes. slides and yes. all sorts of shit like that yes. and frankly drunken friends don't do that because none of my friends have that big of yards so like we either need richer friends or i need to hang out with these kids more often because yeah. i love the idea yeah. of joking around with the hazel with the drum game when you yes. all were over the other like <laughs> i love that i love because immediately like i got that game i sat there i played in my living room i looked right in the call i was like fucking jamie and hazel are gonna love this and she's like yes 100 so the second y'all were like hey we're gonna come over it's like i am gonna have this ready it's gonna be rad right it's so good right it's so good right but, because i get hazel enough that i can be like X plus Y equals happy Hazel. And I feel like I can get that equation relatively right most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that's, that's the goal. And it's really scary that I feel like I'm getting that close to that goal. But I think that's the right kind of attitude to have, because if I wasn't scared, I think I'd be in the wrong place. Yeah. Like yeah. I got to respect that. I can't go into that too confident. No. And it's, it's going to be different. You're going to prepare and all your plans, just chuck them out the window. 100%, yeah. I, I, yeah. The plus side is I go into a lot of things, with a loose plan, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. No, it's like, a lot of improvising. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like going to the venue. There's no microphone. There's no stage. There's right. no stuff. Okay. Some motherfucker did not bring the projector for some fucking reason. The, in all fairness, that's mostly my fault. That lived. Well, there you go. You know, we have to like, you know, grab something out of the dumpster to construct the rest of the rig. Cause like part of it wasn't there. But like right. that's, that's very much what raising a kid is like, cause whatever you read is going to be out of date as soon as the kid comes out. Uh, yeah. That's, that's been a lot of, of everything. Like luckily I've got a few friends that have literally had babies in like the last year. So at least their advice is, or their like just back and forth conversation at least feels relatively relevant at the moment where it'd be like, Hey, so this is where I found this resource and this had totally changed. And this is what I had dealt with. And like, I'm not really worried about a lot of the stuff leading up to it. I'm going to trust doctors. I'm going to be as smart as I can and educated as I can about everything. But like, as far as like raising the kids and everything, yeah. it's going to take a village. And I'm going to ask you like, Hey, have you ever dealt with so-and-so? What, what? you be like, Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Sit down. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I love Hold the on, idea. I'm getting my jacket. <laughs> right. I, I, I am fucking stoked for the idea of having conversations with all of you about shit that you just maybe hadn't talked to me about because we hadn't been on the same wavelength about something. Oh yeah. And I'm super stoked about that. Like almost weird unlockable level of friendship where I'm going to be like, okay, so now that I'm a fellow dad, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm super stoked about all of that. So I think that's been 
really kind of buzzing around my head for the last week or so and like leading up to the end of vacation being like, cool, this is going to happen and it's not going to happen with a lot of fanfare and it's going to be very much just she and I. And I think that needs to be kind of the premise is like, look, we're going into this thing. You and I, we have to be a cohesive unit. We have to be a team. It's not about the show for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about you and I going, yep, let's do this thing together. This yep. sounds good. Yep. Tag so, in. Tag yeah. in. Yeah. So tag me in. <laughs> that is a, a very long way of talking about what I've been geeking about. So That's what? Awesome. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, <laughs> what have you been geeking about? Uh, I just got a new camera. I went, Fuck yeah. What'd you buy? <laughs> so I I went to the, the, there's a camera store in Baltimore service, service photo or something like that. Or Hamden service photo. They're, they're a Nikon like distributor. They're, oh boy. They're, they're outside of the building is like a old Nikon style like stuff. So I took a shit ton of lenses over. I took uh, a bunch of bodies over and I was like, I'm going to trade this shit in. I'm going to go uh, the, the Nikon Z6 Mark II. I'm going to go mirrorless now. Okay. So I can, so I can be fancy like Dan. Um, but also like I, I had a lot of stuff that I needed to get rid of. And I'd been looking at this thing for a while. I was like, it, 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 it has the video capability. If I want to shoot video, it has the, the photo capability, of course. And it's small. It's not like, it's not like micro third, four thirds that small, but it's right, smaller. But it's small. Yeah, it's small. It's portable. Um, I have a whole bunch of old lenses from my dad and my grandfather. That's that, cool. So like I got a lot of manual lenses now that, that work perfectly on this because it has focus peaking. Ooh. You remember uh, my grandfather's Leica lens? Yes. I can put that on this body now and I can Ooh. shoot 50, 50 mil instead of at a hundred mil. Oh man, that's rad. So that, that was like, that was so happy. That was so exciting for me. Um, well, yeah. Cause we can go out and street, do street photography and you can literally, uh, and this is me projecting a ton. So I apologize. You can literally see through the actual lens your grandfather saw the world yeah. that many years later. And in theory, if you wanted to take that same lens to the same places where the same photos were shot and do perspective shots yeah. or whatever it is, or more importantly, just know that like everywhere you go and every photo you take and every time you look through that lens, your grandfather's there with you. That's yeah. fucking rad. Yeah. That that's exciting. And it has a uh, in-body stabilization. So like if, if I like, move my hand a little bit, you know, through the lens, it'll be <laughs> right, right, right. nice and sharp. So that that's exciting to me. Um, I got rid of a lot of my micro four third stuff. Um, so I no longer that Panasonic body, I was using that here for a while, but it just, yeah. I tried taking it on a sh actual shoot and it did not perform the way I wanted it to. So I was like, I'm gotcha. going to get rid of this. <laughs> good as a webcam, but not exactly good at much else. And it's probably a lot of user error because like if I was focusing manually most of the time, that would have been fine. But I was like, this, this is, this is yeah, just but that means not. all you can really do is like big landscape shots and stuff like that. And that's not kind of cool. Or like, you know, running in and stuff. So, yeah, no, um, I get that. But I saved, uh, the, I have three micro four thirds lenses. Uh, and I wasn't sure if, if, if you still had your body, if Nicole was shooting with her body, because I have uh, the, that 35 uh, that big metal one with the manual clutch. That's really yeah. cool. I was going to say, yeah, we, we only have the one camera between us. Yeah. So um, I've got that lens. I've got a portrait lens, like an 85. Ooh, if she nice. wants, if she wants to use that. 
Yeah. Uh, and then I have a macro, um, like a 60 mil. So that's like 120. I don't know if Fancy. you guys do macro. So, um, uh, but I kept those three lenses just in case you wanted them. Yes. So I could bring them over. <laughs> yes. Um, Cause they're, they're primes. They're sharp. They're my favorite lenses. The, um, the short answer is going to be yes. That, that That's, that's how that's going to go. Cause like, I don't see either of us cause she actually took that camera body and the lens that you lent us, um, out to a wedding shoot and was a second shooter for a wedding. And like the photographer was super happy with all of her shots. She's like, no, this is perfect. This is super great. So like, cool. I don't see either of us until it becomes a like real thing that we get super more into. And I assume we'll get obnoxious with it when we eventually have a kid, but at least for the time being, I don't see us upgrading the camera. And honestly, until that thing really dies, I don't see a reason to, because I mean, now we're good- doing more pro stuff. Like it's a damn solid like street and fun camera for yeah. personal use. It's a it's a great body. Oh, I'm I am I have a 28 too, but that's on my like EP1, which is like the first the first micro four thirds camera they ever made. I got it for like 30 bucks. So hell it's, yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but those three, I'll bring them over next time I see you guys and and you can have them because they are great. Like that's awesome. That 35 is nice and sharp. The 85 is gorgeous. And the macro one, like if you like bugs or if she has to do detail shots for a wedding, that would be yeah. perfect. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. Bang, no, bang, bang. we'll totally end up using those. That's awesome, man. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that. And Hell I- yeah. So congratulations to you. Also, thank you. But mostly congratulations on your new tech because <laughs> that's super fun, though. Like, yeah. are you excited about going out and shooting more and everything because of that? Yeah, I I've been trying to like walk around the neighborhood and get used to it. Cause I, I haven't had a chance to use this Leica lens on anything. Like it was a hundred millimeter on a micro four thirds body. And I originally got into micro four thirds because it was the only system that I could really mount it to. That was affordable. Right. Cause like I got my EP five for like 50 bucks. Right. From like Singapore. Um, and that, you know, I was using that thing and it was okay, but like, Hundred meters, hundred millimeters is is long. So like yeah, I, I it is stand. it is kind of long. Yeah, you had to get back there because I remember you mounted it to mine and you were playing with it and you're like, this is really nice, but also this is really long because like I remember yeah. I think we were in DC playing around with it because I think it's when you had when we actually went to the Leica store. Oh. I was like, hey, do you want to try out with like a more modern body? Yeah, and. Uh, I I remember seeing you get excited and then almost a little discouraged. And it was like, man, I <laughs> I had hoped that eventually you were going to find exactly what you were looking for with that. Yeah, I'm I'm super happy, and and now I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed because like um, they uh, my other grandpa had a like a two, but um, they they got rid of it, they sold it and stuff just because nobody nobody was using it. And I mean, that's that's fair. If a camera's just sitting there and no one's into photography, then I yeah, get it. No one was into it. And by the time I got into photography, the only <laughs> there are two Leicas in the family, one on my <laughs> mom's dad's side and one on my dad's dad's side. And the one on my dad's dad's side was still around. So that's the one that still, I still though, honestly, two different grandfathers with some goddamn solid camera gear. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> impressive. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Like the idea of both of those guys being like, that is a fine quality product and I will spend the dollars on it. Yeah. My um, my grandmother on my dad's side said, you could buy this Leica if you give up smoking. And so he gave up smoking and he got the camera. <laughs> Good man. So, um, but yeah, being able to use it and getting back into 50s again, I'm, I'm excited about that because I, yeah. I shoot like really wide or really tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm excited about that. And then to be able to use all my dad's old lenses, um, they're they're not as sharp as the modern ones, but fuck it. I like I like that's the, still though, they're super cool though. Yeah. Like the old, the old lenses, um, the old manual uh Nikon lenses hold up really well. They they feel good, they they look great. That's rad. Um, so I'm happy. Good man. Can't, can't get any more shit. I just <laughs> <laughs> At least not for a while. Yeah, for a while. Um, all right. Uh, do you have time for uh, the thing you had uh, the idea for? Uh, yeah, we can do that kind of quick. All right. Let me pause. Uh, st- okay. Well, uh, Brandon Chalmers, you alluded sure. to the uh, in the cold open. Uh, you have a question about one uh, slow hand. Eric yeah. Clapton. So let, let me, let me see. So what, what prompted this was um, you and I, this was before I left for vacation. I saw, and I, and I had known that Eric Clapton had been pretty adamant about, you know, not wanting to deal with masks and being kind of anti-vax and near this time, I think he is openly anti-vax, but I, to be fair about this, I have not, bothered to get super into his politics or anything else like that. I've seen a couple news articles and been like, man. Um, And to my (laughs) understanding, uh, I think it's uh, David Glimmer from Pink Floyd and also Van Morrison are also of this ilk. Um, And the reason it popped up in my head is because Eric Clapton released a new song and it's called this has got to stop. And the music video is bad. Oh. And the music is bad. Oh, you 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 watched the video oh. and you subjected your oh, ears yeah. to it. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you're talking to somebody who really fucking loved Clapton growing up. Like, because it was what I was exposed to, because sure. it was a little different, like, I grew up listening to Zeppelin and ACDC and everything else like that, but Clapton shit, it was a little slower. And like one of my favorite moments in music is you get toward the tail end of Layla and the idea of that song basically being a love song for George Harrison's wife. (laughs) And then the crescendo of him actually winning her heart. And then the whole thing ending with the piano crescendo and the whole moment in the end of that song with the building piano and the guitar solo, it feels like a sunrise on a new day. Like the inside of that album cover is literally like a painting of a sunrise. It's like, this makes a ton of sense. I loved that shit. And to find out that that guy is a shit (laughs) doesn't surprise me yeah. Because he's a sheltered fucking guy yeah. who lives in England and just wants to go out and perform with his friends and doesn't understand why he has to listen to rules. And that's really disappointing. But what I ended up asking you was, was that it was a moral question. Yes. And I posed this for Van Morrison. I posed this for Pink Floyd. I posed this for Clapton. If there are any others I know, to my understanding, I think James Hetfield from Metallica is a bit problematic as well Ooh. in this sense. Yeah. So like, I don't know what the rest of the band has has done, but like, there's been a lot of like, yeah, 
yeah, we'll see how the jury goes out on that. I was like, seriously, you're waiting this fucking long. And you and I have talked about how like Paul Stanley has been super fucking rad. That's so weird. Like of all of them, I would have expected Kiss to have their heads way up their ass. And nope. they're just like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> gotta be safe. <laughs> so the question that I have is, uh, especially in the case of Clapton, is it still okay to listen to his old stuff? That's my first question. And then the follow-up that might be a caveat to that is, what if I steal it so they make nothing? <laughs> like, if I, if I even purposely delete everything off of iTunes so they don't even get the insulting, like, yeah. one one-hundredth of one penny per song, yeah. and I literally go on, like, YouTube and do the YouTube to MP3 riff and rip it off and then load it up myself so I'm stealing it not only from a large corporation not only from his record company but making sure he makes nothing yeah am I able to enjoy his old stuff and go you know what this is okay I feel like I'm I'm gonna address the stealing first because that one's easier to 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 deal with it doesn't matter because the streams that you're you're listening to on Apple Music or Spotify is so minuscule. Like you you don't make a dent into his into his bottom line. So steal it, listen to it on the streaming surface. That part of the equation doesn't really matter. Oh yeah, I, I assumed at this point now, unless I flat like bought merch from him directly or concert tickets or whatever it is. Yeah, they ain't really making any money. On yeah, me. they're they're really not making any money off of you. Like you know, Spotify streams are worthless in terms of payouts and stuff like that so like right. that i whether whatever whatever you listen to it it doesn't matter if it okay. makes you feel better consciously stealing it hell yes okay. i'm all about like doing that kind of thing right um whether or not you listen to the old stuff like i have a feeling he was always an asshole in this manner but well, i mean in all fairness he stole george harrison's wife yeah so like yeah we, so like he's and, not and, like, a great dude like right like and I, uh, I if if you ask me to rank the beatles i'll rank the beatles but george harrison's <laughs> one of the good ones at the very least um <laughs> well george george stole ringo's wife oh that's right <laughs> God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I I don't know. I guess it, it it depends on if you can separate the art from the artist. And it goes to like the the whole Michael Jackson thing. Like I, I was gonna ask and yeah. I was gonna tiptoe around it because I understand yeah. that that could be a, a sensitive one for you because I know MJ holds a very you know soft spot in your heart from yeah. listening to him for years. But we but we don't like Audrey and I, whenever he comes on, we don't. If it's on if it's on in the store, you can't help it. Like if right, other people are right. playing it, we're not gonna go into get in their face and be like you know, how can you do that? Right. Other people have different opinions. And so like for Michael Jackson, we have made the stance that like, that's not okay. And, and I, and I'm of the same way, but then I ask myself the question is Clapton being anti-vax and being a sheltered shit, the <laughs> same thing. I feel like it's, it's slightly different. Um, I, I, in terms of like, cause like we're not badness. talking about R Kelly. Yeah. Cause and, and like, and I know that's me now. And I guess really then the question would be, where's your moral line? <laughs> the the anti-vax stuff does kill people, but, it, but it's, yeah. but it's a less 
direct version of well, and this is and this is the question that i have is basically like if i found that eric clapton got sick and then called all of his loved ones over and six people died because eric clapton was a shithead done right yeah done if if eric clapton says i don't want to get the vaccine because i think it's stupid and i don't understand why we can't just go out and do whatever the fuck we please because you know we should be able to do whatever the fuck we please Anyone in my thought process who goes, yeah, you know what? Eric Clapton's right. I'm not getting the vaccine either. <laughs> it's probably not long for this world anyway. Yeah. And, and so then, like, <laughs> and then the other thing is like, do, do you want to give Eric Clapton that power? Like are when, when it comes to medical advice about a pandemic, are you going to ask a musician or are you going to ask someone with expertise in that field? No, if, I'm going to ask a comedian with a <laughs> large podcast following God. who likes to sell supplements, Jamie. I'm just you asking understand? questions. I'm just, yeah, asking I'm just questions. asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Fuck him. So like, I, I, I would not, if, if I am in the market for a Fender Stratocaster, I would ask Eric Clapp. I would, I would look up his opinion. His, his signature model. Yeah. It's real fucking good. I yeah. played it. It's I, real fucking good. I had a roommate in college who had it and it was really good. He played yeah. nothing but death metal, but he was like, I got this guitar because <laughs> it's real fucking good. I, I mean, you know what? That, cool. The lace, uh, the lace sensors are nice. They don't make a sound. They, you know, I, yeah, I, I get it. No, it's a beautiful guitar. But yeah, I, but, I think that's like, really my question is like, as we have gotten into, and this has been kind of an ongoing thing of like, because it's a varying degree of things. Because the more we, we have access to people in pop culture, yep. the more we understand who they are as actual people. And the more we understand who they are as people, the less we want to understand who they are as people. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go through Eric Clapton's <clears throat> lists of interviews to ask him about his thoughts on Afrofuturism no, and why Black it, Panther was like a revolution. In right, right. But what I, what I do want to be able to do is throw on his unplugged concert from fucking '94 and not feel like I'm an asshole. And I'm real <laughs> on the fence about that. And it makes me very sad. And I know that that's a super sheltered white guy thing to say. Like, yeah. oh, you can't play Eric Clapton's acoustic concert from 94. Oh, poor yeah. baby. And like, I get it. That is a first world and a half fucking problem. But at the same time, like we all find comfort in the things that we find comfort in. And I've been sure. listening to that album sure. since I could fucking remember. And like, sure. You know, I, I've had the, I bought the the CD three times. It was one of the first things I downloaded when I had the ability to start downloading music. Like, I fucking love that album, and I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, I think it's an interesting conundrum because Potter fans are going through that right now. Yeah, because a lot of them are queer, a lot of them are trans, a lot of them looked to Harry Potter as as sort of a a, a place where they could find refuge, only to find out that the creator has her head way up her ass and is being very harmful to the trans community right and doubles down on that shit when people are trying to get her to be like hey what you're saying is very very hurtful right so, but she got didn't she get thrown out of england oh i don't know <laughs> I, to my understanding i believe she's already been thrown out of england oh wow. uh, yeah so like i think once you're willing to just tell the queen be like Oh, really? Well, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> then fuck it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm projecting, but I swear I read a thing where he basically equated down to like 
she had too much money and she was getting a little outspoken and somebody was like, hey, so you should settle down. You're making us look bad. And she was like, hey, I'm really rich and you should go fuck yourself. And <laughs> I think they very quietly were like, could you move to Wales? Um, Wales. 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 Yeah. Wales. Yeah. Like I, I, I forget where they sent her to Ireland or yeah. Scotland or Wales or somewhere else or, or fucking Quebec. I, I don't know. Whatever. One of the ones with that old lady on the money. Um, all I know is like. They, they, from what I understand, not what I know, what I understand with no research, because I've never been a huge Potter fan. Um, <laughs> sorry, kids. I, I know it's going to drive some people nuts. I've talked about it before. I still, to this day, have not seen the first half of the last two movies. Oh. I didn't see it before I went in and saw the second half in theaters and drove everyone I was with nuts when I walked out and they were like, what'd you think is a sequel? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't see the first stuff. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent troll. Excellent. Uh, troll. I like fucking, it. Marty was so upset about that. Hey. Like, How could you? I was like, what the fuck's to know? Yeah. Like it's no, not a no, surprise. Yeah. Like I, I get it. Al Rickman's here. That's rad. No yeah. nose has an issue. Um, yeah. <laughs> he can't kill a baby. So he's really not that much of a threat. And yeah. like, yeah. I assume somebody, some of these young kids are going to fuck. So like, that's really all I need to know. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know, Brandon. I personally would not hold it against you to listen to Eric Clapton. It's it's for me. It's one of those kind of things. Like I've never been huge into him, um, and to find out that he's an asshole after like you know taking Robert Johnson's music and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I get that. That, that fits. That like to me oh, that, it, that fits in line with his entire everything. Like this right. is very Eric Clapton to me. So it's like right. I I don't I wouldn't. I wouldn't call you like now if you were streaming his new song and blasting it out, like driving around with it and being like, yeah. check this out. Then we might have to have a little bit of a conversation, but like his old stuff, he was already problematic. Then you liked this shit back then. Like, I feel like, I feel like you could sit easy with your conscience to listen to that. Cause at least he's not going out licking people and getting them sick on purpose. You know? Yeah, yeah, I I get that. I I totally get that. He's not grooming nobody. I mean, he's stealing people's wives, but they were all doing that in the right. Yeah, I was gonna say. Turns out that was just a regular fucking thing. <laughs> There's so you know around, I, what fucked up, but like <laughs> yeah, no, I I get that. I get that. I I can't really argue that. So I mean, I I I I feel like for me, I feel like listening to his old stuff is is fine. He's not making any money off of you, like. I think that's the important part is so long as I don't give Eric Clapton any fucking money. Yeah, you're not you're not buying his merch. You're not buying his signature guitar. No. Cause it's overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm not a big fan of Stratocasters, but that's just a personal preference oh, thing. Stratocasters. The neck's too thick for me to play comf- comfortably. Oh, they, they make different profiles. Oh, see, I'm talking about the Clapton one because it always felt too oh, thick oh. for me where I have to use my thumb to do hammer offs on the low E. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I could never get used to that Stevie Ray Vaughan style kind of playing. Yeah, no, no. Don't the, get the that hopping one. back and forth and everything yeah. else like that. Don't, don't get don't get that one. Don't yeah. get that one. Don't yeah, get his. Yeah, yeah. You're not buying his. You're not like buying his shit yeah. at auction. No, no, no. Nope. You don't have Clapton. Clapton is God stickers on the back. You know, I mean, it's he's not. I don't when they were putting that up. No, was, but but he might be the angel of death. So you know, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why people talk to talk to these 
musicians about their opinions on stuff I, like this. I do because they're people who are of relative interest who have a huge platform. And if what you say is relevant in a song that speaks to you for decades and those lyrics matter to you, then why wouldn't their opinion about other things actually matter to you? I, I, like, su- I suppose, but it's like people getting mad at Jim Brewer for <laughs> saying he won't perform in places that I'm like, who really cares about what Jim Brewer has to say? Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I get that. I mean, I guess from your perspective, you're like, guy was the goat boy. Why are you surprised when all of a sudden he's a shithead? Yeah. Like, yeah, I get that. But I mean, to my understanding, like I have a couple of friends who are like diehard metalheads where Jim Brewer was like the metalhead comedian other than Brian Posehn. So the idea of him being a shithead, they're like, dude, no, nah, go boy. And I'm like, <laughs> duh. Man. <laughs> man. Yeah. I like, I, I literally, I felt like swiper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was literally just like, <laughs> Brandon, they're listening. Brandon, they're listening. Brandon, they're listening. <laughs> man, man. But Eric Clapton. Fuck dude's wife who was producing the song he was playing on. I know. So like, but hang on. He's always the been only, an asshole. Yes, but he won her in a guitar battle. And that is equally really cool and the whitest shit I've ever heard. It is. <laughs> Two British guys, both in prominent bands and both prominent guitarists in front of a music producer who witnessed this whole thing wins the dude's wife's hand and literally by the way how fucking angry must George Harrison have been for missing a note or two where his (laughs) wife was like Look, nothing like that should have been an unlockable leveling guitar hero. Oh, yeah. Where like you you both play while my guitar gently weeps. <laughs> you George Harrison's wife has to leave with you. Like oh, that yeah. has to be. Oh, God. That's how awesome. is that not a rock band unlockable <laughs> level? Like that should be DLC. Man. That needs to be DLC. Like, I honestly, we can do it now. We can do like a Clapton is an asshole uh, guitar pack or something like that. (laughs) We're like, oh, like, look, it's him stealing George Harrison's wife. It's him playing old folks homes, playing my father's eyes. So you get to see a bunch of 65 year old men weep as their 90 year old dads are ever closer to the grave. We're like, I'm really sorry. And then the last one is just a thing where you have to just click the the strum bar to get him to actually run and it's like a zombie bonus game and he actually does have covid and he just <laughs> runs around and like licks other people and just the last thing you hear is slow hand slow hand layla slow hand and then literally at the end at the end you play the already unlockable song crossroads only you're the angel of death bone 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 no, not that one. <laughs> that feels like the most fucking Carlos Santana mashup ass thing ever. <laughs> Is Eric Clapton and Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads featuring Bone Thugs Crossroads. Oh fuck, I gotta see if anyone's done that mashup. You know someone has to have done that mashup. Uh I I think I think in the end, Eric Clapton is mostly harmless because 
<laughs> the people who are listening to him are going to die anyway. <laughs> and uh, that, that speaks well for my choice in sandwiches, Jamie. That, that sort of vote of confidence is like, hey, so guess what? If you are a dad, it ain't going to be for long, right, Slugger? Like, no, I, I, I feel like the, the audience that he's talking to is not healthy. <laughs> to begin with yeah so yeah I, mentally yeah i i i feel like he's harmless like no 20 year old is gonna say like oh if eric clapton says that i'm gonna just you know i'm gonna start looking no i i get it i mean i could very much i i don't know about you but i could very much see a bunch of anti like that this is really my problem is it gives weird uncomfortable not appropriate but funny anthem songs to anti-vax rallies because the idea that they can all shuffle into an arena unmasked carrying dumb signs to Van Morrison's brown eyed girl makes me laugh hysterically and also feels very, very sad. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess money breaks your brain. Like, (laughs) yeah, I just, I I guess money breaks your brain. If you are surrounding yourself with roadies who just your, their job is to be on hand. If an E string goes out of tune, not breaks. If it goes out of tune for them to hand you a whole ass new guitar, then yeah, your, your view on the world is going to be slightly warped. Yeah, no, I can, I can hear it now with Van Morrison playing like some sort of like freedom concert or something like that. Yeah. Do you remember when we didn't have to wear masks? And you're like, Oh God, no, man, don't do that. Yeah. You my brown lung girl. (laughs) You remember when we used to sing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) My lungs, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Why can't these people die early, Jamie, so that I can wear their t-shirts and buy them at Target and talk about how great they are when really they weren't all that great long term looking at you, Michael Bracco, and your love of Kurt Cobain? Oh. Yeah. The two things that confuse the life out of me. Your hatred of Tom Hanks and his hatred of Dave Grohl. <laughs> I love the both of you. I don't understand that shit. I think you. you we talked about this. You. Yeah. You have. I've. I. I do my best not to give you a hard time about it. And you've made it very clear in the past that like you get why everybody else, and it just ain't your bag, and that is perfectly fine. Yeah. I. I think for music, I think music is very personal. So like. No, I, 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 I get it. I, I, I understand yeah. if, if you had to listen to like Pat Boone level Christian shit growing up and then you're 16 and someone hands you Nevermind, it is a life changing event for you. Yeah. What I don't understand is how then you're handed Pearl Jam's 10 and you're like, fuck this. This is terrible. <laughs> 
I yeah, that doesn't make any That's sense. That's the part I don't that get. Doesn't make any sense then you're handed Foo Fighters color in the shape because by the way, the person you're excited about is already fucking dead. Yeah. And then you're handed color in the shape. You're like, this is terrible. It sounds like the other band that I love, and I don't like it because of that. <laughs> God. And I'm like, you need to sit down now. <laughs> You've gone round the bend, my friend. Round the bend. Round the bend. Well, so for me, Brandon, I think it's okay for you to listen to Clapton. Cool. Uh, cream stuff, old stuff. Yeah, yard your old Yardbird stuff. stuff. Yeah, old that's what I'm saying. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's a lot of old good shit there. There's a lot of old good shit. I think it's interesting because being a musician these days, it's not just about the music. Like, all of those old albums, it was just about the music because you didn't have access to them like we have access to all these artists now. Right. And so I think if if this was like, if he was super anti-polio, who gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> you would never know because no well, one... Yeah, because no one's anti... Because like, Walter Cronkite wasn't going to ask Eric Clapton about fucking polio. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was no Tom Brokaw interview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like there's there's none of that happening. So we don't ask people, but now and and it's different now. Like <sighs> you can't you can't just be one thing. Like Maybe, I can't just be a cartoonist. Like if, I got it. If I ever get on, people are gonna go through all my Twitter shit and they're gonna find out I'm a super lib fuckhead. So I I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. 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 So Here's my my thought process. <clears throat> Hi, friends of the internet. This is your buddy, Brandon Chalmers. Now, I don't know if you've realized it, but I'm a rather heavy set white guy with a beard who's in his mid to late 30s, which means I am the prime demographic for both new and old rock and roll music. Now, what that means is that I find myself at ironically enough, a crossroads where I find things like, yes, with, with, uh, you know, uh, Captain Cabo Wabo himself, who was, uh, anti-mask and everything else like that. Oh, from Van that's Halen, no question. Van Hagar. Yeah, that's right. not even a surprise. Right. Or, or I find myself, uh, you know, with Eric Clapton and all I can think is if you run a record company that represents these guys, if you run a PR firm that represents these guys, if you happen to be their assistant or you happen to know someone who is, it's time to hand them someone like me. What you need is someone who outweighs them easily by 50 pounds, who's a little tech savvy and who has no problem getting fired by them and telling them to go fuck themselves because they work for the record company, not for you. And their job, their sole job is to keep their shitty opinions out of the media until they're not relevant anymore. And we can go back to all living our lives because I don't think it helps anyone right now having these people spout off at the mouth. I really don't. Nope. I don't think anything's gained of it. Nope. I really, really don't. And I know some of you are like, but I want to know whether or not this person's a shithead. Here's a suggestion. Do you think that person might be a shithead? Assume they're a shithead. Stop listening to them. 
Tell your friends that person's a shithead. See if that makes any traction on the internet. Yeah. Probably won't, but fuck it. Yeah. Have fun. It's your own holiday. Yeah. Anyway. You think I give a shit about David Lee Roth's opinion on anything? I wasn't talking about David Lee Roth. I was talking about Sammy Hagar. Oh, it's my understanding, Hagar. David Lee Roth is actually a pretty decent dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ironically, <laughs> ironically, <laughs> that is all right, but can't drive 55. <laughs> Has a serious fucking issue with masks <laughs> and social distancing and staying home. <laughs> Except for the fact that the only reason I can think he wants that to stop is because he makes all of his money now not playing music with, by the way, the people who were in his band who very clearly get paid by the hour <laughs> and do not have any interest in anything other than that paycheck. And Sammy is here to do two things. Talk about Cabo Wabo and sell Cabo Wabo. <laughs> and he cannot drive ironically fast enough to fucking get to his point <laughs> about Cabo Wabo, Cabo Wabo because that guy is hard up for money. Turns out running a tequila distillery and not having great distribution means your business suffers in a pandemic. Oh, no. Oh, no. Pop quiz, Jamie. When was the last time you walked past a liquor store shelf and saw Cabo Wabo? I don't know. I exactly. Drink, but That's I, the point. But I, I don't drink. So never. <laughs> Here's... You know what? I do. And I can't remember the last time I saw Cabo Wabo in stores. Maybe it's because I'm not looking for it. Maybe it's because Sammy Hagar's a douchebag. I'm unclear why. <laughs> and this is the problem is humans being is one of my favorite Van Halen songs. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to listen to it anymore because he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but I guess, fuck it. I can steal from that guy. So I guess oh, yeah. it must be kind of OK yeah. then. So but I mean, yeah, I'm like downloading the Twister soundtrack tonight, tonight. <laughs> the ghost of Philip Seymour Hoffman rides again. Deep Purple will blast once again triumphantly from my speakers bam, bam, as I head bam, into bam, fucking work. So, kids, I guess what I'm getting at is listen to what you want. Try not to deal with any baby danglers or abusers or anything else like that. And uh, yeah, don't step to the left. Don't yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, don't bounce, 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 bounce. And uh, as much as you believe you can fly, keep that shit inside. Um, yeah. So uh, go or get back. Steal it. <laughs> or steal it. Steal it. Steal it. Steal it. Go on. Steal it. You remember when Chumbawamba came out and they were like, steal our album. Yeah. 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 Do like Chumbawamba. Steal it. Yeah. Yeah. Fire up Kaza. Be like Chumbawamba. Get knocked down. Get back up again. Tell Fire them they're lime. never going to keep you down. Fire up that lime wire. Yeah. Dust off that old compact uh, <laughs> tower in your basement. Throw a fucking Ethernet connection to the back of that bad boy. Watch that thing get real goddamn confused by internet connectivity at that you speed. Get that Napster, yo. Fire up that line wire. Napster. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And get ready to start downloading all of the right songs by all of the wrong artists. Take out that Winamp. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to download things like Evenflow by Matchbox 20. And <laughs> 
Smells Like Teen Spirit by Creed. All of the fun, <laughs> great jams that were found on Napster. Oh my God. And LimeWire. So good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Brandon Shamers, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. You can also find me this Saturday, only you can't because I ain't telling you where it's happening. Getting fucking hits, y'all. Yeah, I'm getting hits, y'all. I'm getting hits, y'all. Oh, oh yeah. Tie the knot. That's tie, right. Tie the knot. Of, officially, <laughs> officially off the market. I'm a blast. What is it? Is it Drew Hills? I'm gonna get married. Oh, I don't know. I just want to get married. I'm trying to remember what the fuck it is. Hang on, keep going. <laughs> Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Jamie Noguchi, YouTube here, uh, Spotify, wherever you find this, wherever podcasts are sold, <laughs> you can find our shit. Like fucking Jagged Edge, son. That's what I'm talking about. It's gonna be blasting Jagged Edge all day, all day, all day. That's all. That's all you're gonna hear from me. I'm gonna wake up, wake up early. And all my fiance's gonna be hearing is me just brushing my teeth. Uh, anyway, yep. Go be obnoxious, but uh, please be vaccinated when you do it. 